Attention, JFIO listeners. This conversation you are about to hear was recorded between myself and Christian James Hand one evening, the night of Friday the 19th of December, 2014. We sat down for what was intended to be an hour and change long conversation about music that ended up going for three and a half hours. Unfortunately, because I was more incapacitated by marijuana than I usually am while recording these things, only the first two hours of this conversation were recorded. I'm warning you guys up front that at some point, a little bit past the two-hour mark of this thing, I'm just going to cut off. I'm sorry. But you will hear over two hours of myself and Christian Hand talking about the best in music in 2014, part one of which I will release today, part two of which I will release tomorrow and part three of which I will record by myself solo as a capper to this Best of Music trilogy on Josh Figures It Out. Has the disclaimer been disclaimed? Are we all good here? We're caveat emptor. Am I using that right? Here we go. All right, right, let's get started. Should we do this shit? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Let's fucking talk about some music. I can't wait to hear your picks. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I mean, I've got. I have an annual list I do every year. It's it's intense. It's gonna be nuts. We're gonna get into it. All right. I'm gonna hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you can refill that if you want. I'm gonna to. hit this on the air. I'm never on the. I don't do that. I have, I almost never get stoned on the air anymore. None of my friends are stoners anymore. That's so you I, need. That's why you need me to roll through every now and then, buddy. Yeah, we'll do the green show every now and then. You just do a green one every <laughs> now and then. You know, I'm like, ah, I want a green one this week. All right, let's do this. What's this podcast about? Even I don't know. Tune in while I figure it out. Because you know it's Josh Figures It Out, Gears It Out, the podcast. It's Josh Figures It Out, Gears It Out, the podcast. It's Josh Figures It Out, Gears It Out, the podcast. It's Josh Figures It Out, Gears It Out. I can't do that effect. What's up, guys? This is uh, Josh Figures It Out. This do, is, do you do that every time? Uh, it's a different song every time. Oh, nice. it's not. All, it's not always all about that bass. No, but not. I'm not sure if you realized that that was the ver- <laughs> that I was doing a version of all about that bass, but no, I was changing the lyrics I was not, you slightly. Know, I, put, adds, I put my own spin on. <laughs> that adds a depth to it that I I didn't I didn't know. I mean, I thought it was amazing to begin with. Now that I know you were actually singing that melody, yeah. Now it means so much La- more. It's meta. Layers okay. upon layers, Christian Hand. For sure. So, what if you don't know? Because you don't know. Because I don't think you actually listen to my podcast, which is fine. I understand. I listen to three podcasts. I don't have time for anything more than that. Can I ask you what those three are? Uh, those three would be Joe Rogan. All right. Um, fair, fair choice. Fair choice. Uh, I will do um, WTF. All right, Marin. You can't. I can't say no to Marin. Can't really say no to Marin when he's on. He's on when it's really. Did you listen to the Norman Lear one? I know. I. I I have to admit here they don't actually listen to WTF. You need to listen to the dude. There are some. I try, but there's a thing. I have a. I have. Marin's tough. Is it because he's he's half a Jew as well? No, it's not. No, no, no. Jewish thing. I have a mental block about comedians talking to comedians about comedy. It just turns into such inside baseball. (laughs) You're just like, hey, no, hey, like, yeah, you know, swapping stories about what it's like in comedy clubs, like talking to managers and getting your cut, and like, oh, I get it, man. I hear you. I've been there. But you know what I will say though, as somebody who doesn't. Who, who likes things that make him laugh. The thing that I did learn from those podcasts, because I get it, those episodes are fucking, some of them can be <laughs> such screwdriver work for everybody. Uh-huh. 
But I've really started to understand the mechanics of comedy better with him talking about the mechanics of comedy. Like I never truly appreciated, like I would see somebody's style and I'd be like, oh, that's just a thing. And then I realized that they're, they're building a thing. Like he, you don't just go up and say jokes. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it's a mechanical right. procedure. Oh no! There's a thing called crowd work. Like that's a no. I didn't realize that that was like a phylum. Yeah, and you know, and it's like yeah, yeah, building a set and building a type five and shaping it. Yeah, like yeah. I had no idea oh, yeah, that sure, like right these now. guys, you know. So as a as a non comedian comedian guy. Oh, by the way, hi, my name's Christian Hand. I, I was going to introduce you. <laughs> I know. I, I, you, I, I don't totally... show me up just because you're Mr. Radio Guy. <laughs> I don't mean to. You know what? You, like, you, know, do? you know what? Hold on. Let's reset. This show is called Josh. Figures okay. Out. All right. So let's. We're just gonna come back from the. Let's pretend we're coming back from the theme song. Let's do this again. So okay. It's uh. It's all about the bass. You said and Josh figures it out. Right, right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Josh figures it out. It's just—it's basically my podcast that doesn't have a theme. It's great. Sometimes, sometimes you need an all-purpose show that's just kind of me talking about shit. And yeah, the guy we're talking to—he's Christian Hand. I am. And some of my listeners—I I think a, a smaller and smaller percentage every day—are people who know me from a show called The Jason Ellis Show. Yep. On Sirius XM, uh, Faction of 41. Sorry, Faction of Jason Ellis 41. <laughs> I, I need to get that right. Uh, but. Uh, uh, one of my old buddies. Yeah, uh, we used to we used to hang out on that show and and talk shit and make radio and make music and make movies and we did a lot of lot of stuff together. Yeah, it's uh, it was. I describe it as like we. It, I didn't even know how to describe what that friendship was because it was definitely mutual respect and all that. But it was like it was like the only thing that I've ever experienced where I realized what people meant when like at the end of the, the you know, like Laurel and Hardy would just sort of go separate ways. And you'd be like, oh, I imagine them hanging out all the time. You know? And then you find out that they don't. You're like, oh, okay. It was like it was like a respect team on a professional level. I think when we first met, we were a little bit at odds. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the first, <laughs> like, uh, the first Tasting Music video shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. You're, you... And because I, because I was like, I've got some ideas for how this video should work. And you, lo- you loved that. You absolutely love that. <laughs> I, <laughs> that is but, so goddamn brilliant. You are absolutely <laughs> correct. Yeah, I was like, hey, you, weren't you an intern like 30 seconds ago? Like, shut the fuck up for 10 minutes. I'm already fighting this guy, the the guy who thinks he's directing it with the terrible ideas. I'm already fighting Look, him. I I'm just not- want to contribute to the team, man. I just want to help out, all right? <laughs> Look. But I tell you what, like, you know, obviously we don't want to, you know, we're only going to, we don't want to talk about this a lot, yeah, but I, I will no. say, uh, you know, I, I would, it would be great at one point to do a podcast where we got to really celebrate that. But I will say to anybody who's listening, uh, if you ever, if you really want to know what phenomenal radio sounds like, listen, if you were lucky enough to listen to that live, it must've been extraordinary because it was extraordinary to do it. Josh Richmond as Jaegerbeard the Pirate <laughs> ah, at Tony Hawk's ramp is the greatest 45 minutes of my radio career. You were on, you were rem- on another level. At I that remember point. most of it. I <laughs> remember, you, I remember when, all the Jaeger shots. When you and I remember, I remember uh, towing Tony Hawk to. Uh, <laughs> but his ramp was rickety. <laughs> yeah, your ramp was a little rickety, man. I was way up there. 
Did you were, and I'll be honest with you, it was a dangerously rickety, because it wasn't part of the ramp. It was like some piping <laughs> yeah. with a platform on it. But the best yeah. is like you, you're you standing there and you're like, I'm just, we're, we're like, where are you? And you're like, I'm up on this really rickety section of this ramp. And just as you did it, Tony walked underneath you. And I think it was TJ Lavin was like, oh my God, Tony's so fucking proud of this ramp. He's going to explode. And then he started, <laughs> he started badgering you about it and then shaking the fucking rickety bit to yeah, make I know. You- <laughs> Which I, I was, I was uh, quite a few shots in at that point, and I was focused on making sure uh, yeah, Jason was coverage. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I had to be a proper sports reporter. <laughs> that was my main number one priority. <laughs> Look, so I, it's, anyway. but no, despite, despite that beginning, I think I, I would absolutely describe this mutual respect. I absolutely, think I, I think I got to know you, and I oh, was, yeah. and I was, I was like. A, this guy isn't as much as an asshole as he's been made out to be. He's actually kind of cool. Thank you. And also, like, he's really, really good at what he does. And Thank that you. goes a long way with Thank me. you. I, I, um, I, will, I think that the first time that I really, when I, when I really was like, oh, this kid is fucking awesome, was your, and I just played this to Alexa the other day. We sat and listened to Put Your Balls on it. And I think your rap in Put Your Balls on it was when I went, did he just say like a vinegar that's balsamic? <laughs> Dude, your lyrics in that verse are so... Don't thank me, they rhyme so duck up. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, look, if you, don't, if you don't your know what he's talking about... Your performance of that is... <laughs> If you don't know what we're talking about, find fucking Death, uh, Death, yes. Die. Look up Death, Death, Die on iTunes. I think it's on Spotify, Put too. your balls on it. Just listen to Or go on YouTube. There's like a fucking million of fucking videos up there of people. Just listen to your... It, that... While impressing with my Halo skills, like, there's so many brilliant fucking lyrics. And, like, people... Like, you should... If, if you're listening and you know the show, when, when that happened, we had... None of us had heard that. So the first time we're all sitting in my apartment listening to you perform that for the first time is the first time we're hearing you perform that. So we're on right. the other side of the speakers losing our fucking minds. At, at, at Ellis was in the window with a joint fucking losing his mind about how fucking brilliant that verse was, dude. I'm only sorry I couldn't have been in the room watching you, uh, <laughs> watching your minds be blown at my performance. It must have been like watching Jimi Hendrix play for the first time or something, but I don't know because I wasn't there. You should imagine it as yeah, such. Yeah, I, you know? I, I got to imagine it like that. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough yeah. of that. So okay. that's where we're enough at. I love that. this kid. This is, I think yeah, this is fucking, how we know each other. I think he's brilliant. Christian is an amazing music producer. Please check Thank out the, not only the Death, Death, Die records, but he's worked on a, a whole you bunch of stuff. You know what's really stuff, funny is I listened the other day to the Taint Stick and Death, Death, Die stuff. And the vocals are too low on the Death, Death, Die stuff. It's like with retrospect, you can hear it. I mean, I didn't want to say anything to you, but yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit buried. I don't know what happened to me. I think it's because I didn't mix it on my new speakers, and that's it was a fucking problem with the old speakers. Well, I also know, I mean, you're like a Phil Spector. You're like your wall of sound. I do you're like into, my wall you're of into sound. those big, big guitars. And I, yeah. think, I think the effects work. I think you don't always need to hear the vocals. I thought, and to me, like the thing with not hearing the vocals is was going to drive people to read the lyric sheet, which was when, which is why we included it every time, was because I really wanted people to read how fucking brilliant the fucking lyrics were. It was all four of us writing those lyrics. Like that's yep. four really good comedy minds mm-hmm. working in unison to Coming achieve a goal of being as stupid, like as- the most horrifying shit we could come up with, the most like disgusting. It was yeah, it was great. It is great. It, it mean, stands the test of time. 
I mean, spin kick salami garage was one of the. <laughs> and if you're thinking, I don't, what does spin kick salami garage mean? Well, just think about it. You know, just it's you know, it's yeah. you can you can you can figure it out pretty quick. <laughs> Believe me, you don't have to be a scientist. We wrote it really high. All right, I mean, let's be honest. So anyway, so that's um, enough of that. So the, the reason don't, that we're don't here. For, wait, don't forget airtight ski pole if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're eventually getting into the reason why we're here on this show. <laughs> and then Sling and Cream, dude. I'll tell you that. One of my fucking, one of the most amazing moments. And our sound guy is a guy named Craig Tyler who was, uh, you want this? Yeah, you going to pass that shit or what? <laughs> Guys, I'm getting uh, high for this show. Yes, uh, th- when this we decided show, it's going to be a. When this show drops, I think it's. I would think it's going to drop on December 31st, 2014. Nice. nice. So we're going out for the New Year. We're in Green. New Year style. I almost never. I almost never smoke weed on yeah. podcast anymore. But fuck it. We're gonna. Uh, every time I come here, we're gonna get. We're gonna get high, and it's gonna be the Green Show. Um, so yeah, another moment. So Craig Tyler is our sound guy. He was in a band called Crazy Town. He. Uh, he's a phenomenal. Oh, he was in Crazy Town. Yeah, he's. I f- know one of the guys in Crazy Town. Which one? Um. It was the other rapper who wasn't Shifty Shell Shock. His, Greg, uh, I th- Brett, I Brett Hertz, Brent. Yes. Yeah. His um his son uh for a couple years went to school with my little brother. <laughs> so so sometimes like I would go to like six degrees of separation. Well, still sometimes I would go to like pick up Dylan and oh, he would see. and he'd yeah, be yeah. there like waiting and you know sure. we had a couple conversations. Yeah, yeah, no. They, I was uh, like, hey, dude, butterfly. Yeah, no, right? I mean, come on, butterfly is amazing. Yeah. So uh, and toxic, the little underappreciated second single. I had that record. So Craig was in that band, and uh, so and he's done sound for Orgy, and he's like, a, and he did a he did a record. Uh, he's produced for fucking Tommy Lee. Like his there's a guitar sound that he got on a record by a band called Sixteen Volt that basically set the tone. And Tommy Lee called him, was like, I want you to work on my shit because I need my guitars to sound like yours. Like his guitar tones are insane. So anyway, he he mixes our live sound for us. Or did and continues to work with me. Um, and that show at the joint where you did that with me and fucking mayhem as your fucking hype men, he comes up to me afterwards and Craig's like, just so you know, um, that sling and cream shit felt like we were in a historically significant point in hip hop. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it was like it was so fucking surrealist. Like you had turned the entire form on its head. Well, thank you. To the point where in an it alternate was... universe, I might have been the next young thug. You know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I that that was. I, no, I think that was uh... aim high. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you should. You would definitely not Kendrick. You would be. I'd be young thug. Be... <laughs> but listen, no, like I. But, I we, concur. Well, be, well before Siri. No, I'm not. I, I enjoyed making that. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not. Dude, I'm not that great. fucking dude. The whole thing. I'm. I'm turning Al Pacino into ice cream. Go listen to Slinging Cream if you haven't listened to it. I'm, <laughs> I am. I am proud of that song. You should I, be. It's but, insane. But but that look. I fuck. It's so clever. I always because I was always like I tried to learn guitar in high school and could never figure it out. Me and neither. I was always I was always just a frustrated rock star. Yeah, like, my you entire and I both. life. And so just to have that moment. Yeah. And I can hold out to that moment for my entire life and be like for one time for one song. Not, I got to not like, even for one song, dude. In everything that you showed up on. I mean, come on, man. When we did Axel F. Well, yeah, no, that too. I got to, I got to live up my No, no, no. If I may. This right. this is going to be like five podcasts we're going to record. Uh, this, but is this, go, this is never going to end. You, you don't even know how many songs I have to talk about. This is like, we have some shit to talk about. We do. So let me just, I'll, this will be the last one. This will be the, the last story. 
was uh so when we did the the roxy show and uh Sugar Ray was with us. Mark Mark McGrath. Yeah, sorry. Mark, Mark McGrath is not Sugar Ray. <laughs> know, Sugar Ray I, is a band. I know, I know, I know. You're right. It's sir. a collaborative yeah, sound. Yeah, it's a collaborative sound of those guys. <laughs> Drummer wrote everything, actually. Um, so when Mark McGrath was going to come in and be on the fucking, come and, and sing one of our songs, we were all in rehearsal, and I, I was like, hey, what if we do Fly? And make Mark McGrath perform the song he gets paid like 250 grand to perform. And we're going right. to make he, him do it. He did, yeah, he didn't know what was going to happen <laughs> He did not know that we would. This is the God's honest truth. He did not know that we were going to fly. So Michael, who's Chad Reed, let's not even get into the fact that a kid plays in motorcycle fucking a moto outfit. For, let's not even go there, how fucking sublime that is. So... He goes, all right, I'll try and learn the riff by tomorrow night. He's such an arrogant prick that he walks in the next night, doesn't say anything. I don't know if you remember this. He doesn't say anything. And then one of us looked at him like, Ellis was like, you got the riff? And he just went, and he played it fucking flawlessly. Do you remember that? Yes, and we all just looked at him like, you little prick. That's amazing. So then we started, so we got, we basically went away and we learned it. And we hadn't heard fucking Raw Dog become fucking Super Dog yet. Yeah, so yeah, this was the Fly Remix, which it's featured a- <laughs> Superdog's rap. It fe- featured Supercat's rap. Sorry, Supercat. That's right. <laughs> so, so we're in rehearsal. Like, rem- if anyone who was at that fucking Roxy show, remember how blown away you were when you saw him. We were a million times more blown away when he started that in the rehearsal, and it was fucking flawless. And then when we did it live at the Roxy, we did the whole thing. Ellis is like, yeah, we got a Christmas present for you. And fucking Raw Dog walks out in full-on Supercat outfit, like white, like perfect. Like you nailed it. That jumpsuit was insane. Jumpsuit, stunner shades. Stunner shades, bro. <laughs> so fucking sick. So he comes out and he does it. And fucking Mark McGrath's face is like, what the fuck? And then Michael goes, and the whole thing fucking comes together. He turns around and looks at us for like a millisecond, like you guys are a bunch of dicks. And then had one of the greatest shows of his life, dude. <laughs> Do you remember him up great. on the fucking monitor? Yeah. Like... Yeah, he was loving it. Of course he was. He's used to playing fucking corporate gigs for three quarters of, you know, like fucking 350 grand. Like, that's what they do. So he hasn't had a fucking audience that was that appreciative of Fly in years. (laughs) It was great. It was amazing, dude. What an incredible... So that's it. So just so you know, we loved it. Oh, me, oh, my, sigil of on Fly. (laughs) Oh, Mr. I. And then we went into the fucking hardcore thing at the end and surprised him with that and went back to his like... Oh, yeah, we had a crazy We had a death, fucking death metal, fucking bam, halftime huge. So anyway. What it is. Oh, nice and easy slip of the girl. (laughs) A top and dive, a sugar rewriting shoe. That's... How do I still remember the beginning of that rap? You'll never forget. I never, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be lost that's my a gift. Forever. That's a gift for you. That's your, that, that's your golden handcuffs, <laughs> yeah. right so that's there. That's what I'm walking away with. You got the experience and oh, the yeah. nightmare. So anyway, uh, okay. yes, we are. We're incredibly grateful for the, everything that happened, and it's uh, it's it's amazing. So with that, could we please let's, get to some music? Let's get into why we're here. Yes, we're talking about two, two, 214. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the year 214 AD, the best music from that year. So a lot well, of it is, is on the loop. This is why I don't usually get high during these shows. <laughs> I can usually avoid making mistakes like this that. This will be two episodes, at least. The year 2014. Not, I think the general consensus seems to be not a great year from almost everywhere I'm reading. Yes. Not a phenomenal year. Like <laughs> no. a really tough year. Uh, yeah. Fucking Ferguson and Sony. Yeah, and yeah. Some really heavy and, shit. Yeah. Heavy shit happened this year. Heavy shit. And musically, because we're, we're going to talk, be talking about 2014 and music specifically, I'd say musically it was a good year. 
possibly. <clears throat> I, I don't know if there were a, really a ton of like classic classics released this year, but some solid music. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, and I, I know, and this is, I think this gives me, a, it, it's a little sad, but it's okay, is that I think that we're actually done with the era of ever being truly blown away by a piece of music. That's, uh, I mean, that's cynical, man. It is cynical, <laughs> but... I'm just saying. I, I, I like, sub, I'm sub, sometimes, uh, sometimes I have days where yeah. I'm like, shit, it's never going to happen. You're it's right. It's never going to happen. But the thing is that, you know, there's, I still think that there's great music being made. I think that there is, uh, you know, it's like music has become as compartmentalized as the people who are appreciative of music. Right. So I don't know if there's ever going to be another global swing. I'm just, and if, and if that is true, then I'm very, I'm so stoked that I got to see Nirvana. I'm just pissed right. it was grunge. <laughs> I hated there was that a, fucking music, uh, man. I loved. I. I mean, I only got to hear secondhand, but I loved. I loved grunge. But okay. But uh, old, not I all actually, garbage. I actually, I heard a great quote I heard this year was from an interview with uh, Richard D. James, aka Aphex Twin, who was sure. talking about um, the fact that thanks to the internet and the fact that all music is globalized, that that the apex of being a music fan is hearing something you'd never heard before. Yeah, hearing of course. And. Basically, the only way that would ever happen is if a space alien came down and gave right. us some brand new music, or if you heard music from a place that was untouched by the music you heard. Do you want to know who... Um, so, uh, Tom York of Radiohead has a, um, he has a statement he made in the press where he was saying that the only way that it's really ever going to be new to him is when they finally invent a device that allows him to plug into the back of his head and you'll actually hear his thought. Right. Because Radiohead isn't it. Nothing you've heard, it's all been translated through but gear. Is, but don't you think that's true for every musician? It's always, it always goes from your brain to a filter. Sure. Know? No, absolutely. And yeah. I think, yeah, I, I mean, if, if, if that, that, will, that will be the next thing, is when you can actually hear what people's music sounds like in their head, <laughs> that'll be extraordinary. You know, like my production is always a fucking, like, now it's to like 85% of where I want it, but that last 15% is... Right. My, that's, Even though we have tools that in theory let us make sure. any imaginable sound, yeah. it's it's still not what we can make. Yeah, no, we, we made all those fucking it. you know, we made all those records that we made in my apartment. There's no real drums in those things, there's no real guitar amps, there's no yeah. real nothing. Like right. I didn't play one fucking drum set on it. It's that like you're literally record. just starting with a blank canvas and like paint, painting. What do you want? Yeah. You know, it's like Photoshop. Painting of sounds. Fucking, yeah. yeah, it's like Adobe for, for music. So yeah, no, so I think that what's happening is that um we're just going to have to be satisfied with cool shit. And people are making cool shit. That's why I'm excited about these songs that we picked. Yeah. You know, because this is genuinely music that I think is fucking awesome. I don't know. Overall, I'm mostly with you, but I think I still have some childlike capacity for wonder. My imagination has not been completely destroyed. <laughs> oh my God, so beautiful. That's because um, I'm older. And I think there were a couple, uh, going over my, my list for this year, there were a couple songs that I think I, I would say blew me away. Yeah. I, oh, no, I, honestly, I think I would say, honestly... Everything that I brought in was music where I went, oh, no, this is fucking really good. Like, I can find something in this where I'm like, oh, you guys are doing th the old thing through your own filter. But that's a, I mean, dude, we'll get into it. The against me shit is crazy. Against me almost made my list was near miss. I mean, are we going to get to the music? Should we do it? Yeah. Okay, so... But so you know the reason that I'm even doing this podcast in the first place. This is a follow-up to something I started doing last year. It was, I think, the third, third ever episode of Josh Figures It Out. Um, every year since 2003, I've made a 36-song 
Jesus list. Christ. Did you make 36 tonight? You got 36 songs. We're gonna, but it's not my favorite music of the year. Here's That's the key. It's a yearbook No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We can't listen to 36 songs. We can, and we will. That's I, what I did last year. It, was, it, only, it, it didn't end up being that long. It'll work. That's 36 times fuck. It's at least three minutes a song. That's uh, that's 180 minutes. We'll no, get, it's 200 and 180 minutes. It's, yeah. Then we'll right? get through as many as we can. I don't even, I'm so but high. Listen, I don't even, dude, wow. Listen, here's, you're a fucking crazy person. Here's, what, here's what's up. Because I have been doing this every year since 2003. And since then, I've gone back and I've filled in years from 1980 onward. And I'm still working on it. But it's a yearbook mix of that list 36 songs that represent the we most can't. popular songs from that year the most popular albums from that year the most critically dude you're supposed to know out of the here out of that you're gonna have to pick six how, however many how, no, how many did i bring nine nine yeah you gotta pick you nine you could have brought more no 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 no. we're both because we you can't just play the music you got to tell why it's fucking great like we're not just going to sit here and bang through it. So there's going to be a discussion as to like you got to you got to set it up. So you need to pick nine of those that you would fuck because you're not playing 36 fucking songs. Okay, then we'll just do the first first nine alphabetically, and we'll see how far we get. That's what we're doing tonight. That is. <laughs> that's such an amazing solution. That's why I love you, genius. All right, so here, yeah. I know what you know. What's great is that both of our songs will then start with A, or both of our bands. Except I did it alphabetically by uh, title, <laughs> by song title. <laughs> Sorry, can't help you there, buddy. <laughs> Listen, so do you want to start with your list or my list? Or do you want to like alternate in some fashion? Because your list is shorter. You want to start with your list? Here's what I think we should do. We should do it alternate lists. Like okay. I'll do one and then you'll do one and okay. then I'll do one and then you'll do one. That'll keep it interesting because it'll be interesting to hear what the two different things sound like. So we will get... We will get to nine. Sounds good. And then, <clears throat> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we may have to do a round two of this podcast, and it may be without Christian Hand, but that's okay. No, I'll come back. Oh, you're just going to keep going. I'll just keep going. Uh, we, you know what you should do is you should, we should keep going, and then I'll come back tomorrow, and we'll just go to your last one, and we'll both talk about that one. Okay. We'll do 35 today and one tomorrow. That sounds like a good plan. All right. Let's get into this. Let's start with your first pick. Yes. Alphabetically by song title, Christian Hand. By song title? Yeah, we're doing these by song title. <sighs> Just because that's how it ended up after I made the clips in Logic. That's what we got to do. So here's the this thing. This is a professional show. You've then got to tell me what it is because I don't know what okay. it is. If, what is it? It's, the song is called Every Stone. Oh my God. We're starting with my song of the year. Let's do it. Let's kick this off with a bang. All right. So this is uh, my this is my song of the year. And what is really impressive for me is that it's my song of, of the year off of my album of the year because that's entirely possible that you could have an album of the year that doesn't have your song of the year on it. So when oh, those sure. two when those two come together, it's a pretty it's special, special moment. It's a special thing. Yeah, yeah. So this. So what's, what is this band? This is Manchester Orchestra. They used to be much smaller and more fragile than they are now. This record, they fucking put the fucking pedals to the metal, and it's so huge. And the last bit of this song this the big huge wall out ending is exactly what music sounds like in my head that's why it's my song of the year all right well let's take let's do a clip this is every stone by manchester orchestra you are listening to oh Josh wait a minute we're out. playing clips yeah <laughs> now hold on a minute hold on <laughs> yeah <clears throat> what this is why you're banging through 36 fucking songs 
No, you can't do clips. You got to play the song in its entirety so people can hear how fucking amazing the song is. It's not about us talking about them. Christian Hand, this is not Sirius XM, and I don't have the ability to, copy, to under copyright laws, play more than 30 seconds of a song. Nah, man. You that's, just, the, that's how we have to do no, it. No, no. You just do it anyway, man. They're not going to come after you. You know what's crazy? For my podcast, I'm going to play the whole song. And okay. I'm going to, and you know why? Because I've actually. And you should just, uh, at, your, your side off should just be fuck you, FCC. Well, no, because, yeah, because the thing is that I've checked with, I've checked with every single person involved in publishing and in music copyright. And the law is a complete disaster. They have no idea what's illegal. It's, they have no idea what the copyright lawyers don't know. BMG doesn't know. ASCAP says that the whole, the fucking hosting site pays the fucking thing. Hosting sites say they don't. So until you get big enough that somebody's paying attention, just play the whole fucking song. I'd like to be on the safe side, just in case somebody discovers it in the future. Just like, if, uh, if they hey, discover it in the future, it's because they've because you're you're big enough that they give a shit. I don't know. There are it's, people- a, it's a story. Listen. I looked this up. I looked up the general case scenario for these laws, and it turns out as long as you're talking about 30 seconds or less, Nobody. and you're directly commenting on the song as opposed to playing it as a theme music or otherwise, then it is... My my, my, uh, my attorney is one of the biggest attorneys in copyright, and he's said, basically, that nobody fucking knows what the law is. So just do it, because there's a good chance that by the time you're big enough to fucking have any attention on you, it will have been worked out. And if it hasn't been worked out, they'll just tell you to take it down. Dude, I don't know if you remember a podcast you used to do called The Fringe. Sure. Uh, I did. J- just say yes, even if you don't know. <laughs> I played, I, where, I yes. played, where I played full tracks. That yeah. was, it was like a mixtape show. It was playing full tracks of everything. Um, but uh, I started getting takedown notices from like SoundCloud and other places because they have like algorithms that'll go through and recognize if you have a song that might be copyrighted. So what happens when they send you the takedown? They take it down. They, yeah. they make it so you can't play it. Okay, cool. So I'm not okay with that. I well, don't want to risk this, this recording going off the air. What, but all the people who are going to listen to it are going to listen to it within the first couple of days of knowing that it's available. Oh, nah, man, I want to have it archived. <laughs> so that's how we're doing things. This is, not, this is my show. This is my house. This is literally my house that you're in right now. And we're going to listen to 30-second clips of every song because oh we're playing God, by the rules. Oh, you're a goddamn genius. All right, Christian? <laughs> Let's listen to a clip of Every Stone by Manchester Orchestra. Yes. listen to Josh Fingers now. <clears throat> Parts majestic. The baseline here. It ends, of course, because it fucking. You know what we're gonna do next time? I'm gonna pick the 30 (laughs) seconds. Yeah, sorry, I should have told you it was gonna be clips. Yeah, yeah. I just had to pick what sounded like the best 30 seconds to me, and you're probably gonna hate every single selection I made. You know what I hate even more, and this is one of the reasons that I'm I'm going to have to get out of music is that the. The the level the quality of that audio is so unbelievably poor that it is it is criminal to the work that people don't get to hear how it sounds in my apartment. 
these songs through $10,000 with the fucking speakers off right. of a really uh, of a $2,000 digital to analog converter. These songs sound like they're being played by people in my apartment. And it's such a fucking frustration and honestly a great sadness to me that most music fans. I've sat people down in front of my system, got them high, played them a song, and my friend Hillary looked at me and she was like, I've just realized that I've never listened to music correctly. Because the experience of hearing, like, and I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying, like, no, this is no, what's no. happened I've, to music. I'm just, I'm, I'm so not an audiophile. And what is correctly? Does isn't, that, isn't correctly the way that most people listen to music? No, because you have to realize that the people that are making because this... Because in our collective unconscious, that's no. what that song is. It's, no. not, so, it's not some pure platonic It's not what they intended. Song. It's not their intention. Their intention, they, they make music... But their music, intention's locked in their head already no, no, no. anyways. I'm saying from an audio perspective of how clear it sounds. Like, they're they're listening on the same... They're, they're writing and recording it on the same level of equipment that I'm listening back to it. So it's how they intended it. They intended it to sound majestic majestic and huge and detailed and incredible and this mp3 fucking compressed garbage is an insult to it i think it's a, I, I thought that sounded good I thought will you come to my house and get high and i'll play you every <laughs> right. single one of these songs at my house and you'll go you're right i never listened to music correctly before either <laughs> i urge everyone here Okay, so All that's right. 30 seconds of... Now I know how you're going to get... Th I honestly thought okay. you were going to play the whole no, song. No, no, oh, no. Can you imagine my fear true. now at 36 fucking songs, <laughs> yes. you dickhead? Okay, yes, I get it. I'm like, what, we're just going to until 3 o'clock? That's what no, I No, 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 no. <laughs> No, the idea is they hear a taste. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you just heard a, a, the fucking punchline to a joke that was set up like four minutes ago. God, that's good writing. <laughs> Look. Sorkin level. Yeah, okay, so I got you. For what, is, for what it's worth, I really dug that. I thought that sounded cool. Did you listen to the I, whole song? I did listen to the whole song. Right. I, I like, a, yeah, I like the way they're playing of dynamics where like the heavy part kicks in. Right yeah, there, no, it's and huge. It and it's, it's fragile and his voice is insane. Like, yeah. what is that? I thought that sounded cool. All right. All right. So the first track on my list, um, I have some issues with, but in the end, <laughs> I can't deny, can't deny it. It's definitely got something going what, on. So hold on. What are your issues with it? Well, let's listen to a clip from the track. No, 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 first. no, no. First, what are your issues with the song so we can hear how they translate through the material? Well, you don't know what the song is yet. I know, but we want to hear, like, you're going to say, I don't think that the lyrics are, like, what is the thing that you don't, that you don't think works? Okay, well, the song is all about the bass, right? And trainer, right? So, what what don't you think works? Because uh, I agree with you. Yeah, it's not. It's not just that. It's not. A, it's not really about the message because I think the message is fine. What, I think that's. I think that's generally a good message. What's the message? Oh, so that you know, like thick girls and everything should be should feel good about their bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, no, nobody's. Why not? But here's my problem. The inherent problem with that song is that the only way that you understand the true meaning of it is through visual stimulation. It's lyrically still not specific enough to let you know that that's what it is. There needs to be, you know, a, a, a um, there needs to be some sort of of level of of attachment to its own message. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. To me, it was to me it was kind of about. And like, she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like she's fat. I mean, what the hell? I mean, lose some weight and maybe I would tell your song. No, no. My issue is more one of like, like I like universality. I think yes, like the best pop songs are universal. Sure, and I think even like even a baby got back, like <laughs> even even a, a even a masterpiece like baby got back. Like I know more girls I know love that song than guys. That's right. like a girls' anthem, yeah, even yeah, though it's yeah. seen from the point of view of a guy sure, admiring big butts. Like girls own the big butts. <laughs> 
it's hard it's yeah, hard yeah. To, it's hard as a guy i think to identify to the message of that song and i think it's a flaw in it of the uh, all about the bass all about the bass yeah well i think that that's you know like i've, I've my favorite word currently is myopic because i've started to realize how incredibly myopic the world has become and as men, you have to fight a myopic perspective. And that's what our view of that song is. It's only from a male perspective. So mm-hmm. to me, I flip it and I'm like, well, it's not going to be universal. It's not going to be like fucking tonight's going to be the, I mean, like one of the most fucking <laughs> right. supreme pop songs of all time. It's or even n- like a, or even like a Christina Aguilera is beautiful. Like I can sing that song and feel like, <laughs> like I am beautiful. <laughs> No matter what they say. Are you looking in the mirror at this point? Yes. Do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I get you. It's beautiful. And then he put my palm on the mirror and <laughs> say, words can't bring me down. <laughs> no. And then you get on your bike and you go out and you take on the fucking day. I get yeah. you, man. That's a call to arms. All right, so let's listen yeah. to this song. Let's All right, listen let's to listen to a clip from All About Your Face by Megan Trainer. I think because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. Hey, I'm bringing booty back. Well, 30 seconds seems so much longer when it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's 30 to 35. You prick. Was I, that 35 seconds? I edged, I edged it a little bit. You really? You gave us more of that than every stone? You suck. No, they're all pushing it. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah, you're yeah. saying you're pushing it on yeah. all of them, not okay. just your choices. But what I like about the track is I actually think it's like a fun, well-produced, catchy track. I think it's a very clever um, melding of two sounds: one being the fucking dance club sound, and the other one being the uh, the you know, like the fucking who's the chick who killed herself. I was about to say Amy Winehouse. Yeah, it so reminds it's me a lot Amy of Amy Winehouse, Winehouse with yeah. a little bit of like you know, Will I Am thrown in there. So to me, Amy, it's yeah, a, Amy Winehouse cleaned up a little bit, but she's still kind of singing in an it's old clubby. Style. Yeah, no, the whole thing. But so to me, it's a little bit too on the nose. Like there's yeah. no grit to it. Like it could have you know, like it, it's it's a clever setting, but it's. It's a little obvious. Yeah, I mean, compared to Amy Winehouse, of course. There's well, not compared to like, you know, yeah. just a clip. I think that's why it doesn't jump into the stratosphere as a, as a hit. It's not. It, yeah, it's not perfect, but I definitely heard it. And I'm like, hey, this yeah. is a fun. This is a fun song. Yeah. Did you, I have no did, complaints. Did you sing to that one with your hand on the mirror? No, that's that's what I'm saying. Is I, I feel uncomfortable talking about how like all those skinny bitches can go suck it because <laughs> I love my body. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. It's right. Yeah, I no, know. I got you. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Uh. Okay, here's your next track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, the track is called Kali. Uh, by who? By uh, by I believe Taxes. Oh yes, this Taxes yeah. record. Yes, yeah. I'm a fucking huge fan. One of my favorite things to do is at uh, Sirius New York. They have these buckets that are full of the CDs that the programmers don't have time to really listen to because they don't care. That's how I know that sending a CD to a radio station is a bad idea. Um, so. The, uh, the, there's hundreds of these buckets sprinkled, and probably not, like maybe 30 of these buckets sprinkled throughout the office. I will go there and I will literally take 200 to 300 CDs from the throwout bucket. And then I'll just listen to all of it to find good shit. And this Taxes was one of them. And it's one of okay. my records of the year. It's fucking, this whole album is good. No kidding. Let's, let's, let's just listen to 30 seconds of it, shall we? <laughs> that you've randomly picked. Carefully. <laughs> 
Oh my god, this sounds so terrible. So sick. This production. Drummer is a badass. I like this funky uh, beat. Yeah, sick. These harmonies, this fucking wham, like this sound. It's great. There's, great, there great. Was, yeah, even when the 30 seconds, there's a lot going on. There's always something yeah. changing. Yeah, and the melodies so, are beautiful. Guy's voice is insane. So that's just like a completely kind of unknown band that you Texas. Found? Yeah, just Texas. In, a, in the fucking discard bin. So Texas. And he's from, not saying Texas in a weird accent. He's no, like, it's, he's they're from, I think they're from another. another I think they're English. Okay. Um, just on, on behalf of music fans, I apologize, Texas, that the rest of the world is so fucking unbelievably just musically destroyed by radio to the point where nobody's going to hear your fucking music on the radio so I'm, we're doing our bit here taxes are a great band check out their album all right this is why music podcasting is important taxes this taxes. is why music podcasting is important taxes yeah. <laughs> let's <laughs> now the <laughs> Pass me that. Vote for me for governor. All right, everybody, I'll tax the shit out of him. All right, and legalize marijuana. Read my lips. Listen to taxes. <laughs> my next. The next uh, I'll just something in this. Pass that to um, The next. Uh, oh, my God, that's next, spectacular radio. Next track on my list. Yes. Alphabetically by song title. <laughs> Alphabetically by song title. It makes sense. By an artist who I run hot and cold on, but happen to like this track. Didn't like a whole lot else on this album, but this one stuck for me. As ridiculous as it is, talk Ed, as long as we're talking about butts, we should play Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. Now we calling me Nyquil. Now that bang, bang, bang. I let them hit it because he's slang cocaine. He twists my salad like his name. Why did the 30 seconds seem so much faster on the Taxes song? It was like here and gone. This seems to really be sticking around. So, I, first of all, the line, I, I let him hang, I let him hit it because he's slaying cocaine is kind of reprehensible. Yeah. That's a yeah. great message to be sending to, uh, to like the children who look up to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a really, uh, the whole, and the, the ass thing in the video and all that. Yeah. It's just really, really, it's a very positive message to all of the young female fans of that music. It's great. But it's such, I mean, it's such a dumb offensive track and I kind of like it for that. Um, I mean, I, it feels like Nicki Minaj loosening up a little bit to me. Because to because to a lot of her stuff seems a very forced. It reminds me of kind of a late period Eminem. Well, it's very interesting. Like, which is like obviously she's a really talented rapper, but she's just she trying, was yeah. She when she was coming up, she was known as being a badass as a white Jewish kid who's a big hip hop guy on radio in New York, <clears throat> and he uh, Rosenberg, right? Yeah, Rosenberg. Yeah. He was a huge proponent of her, and then when that fucking that awful song came out, he was like, "This shit is not hip hop," and she fucking. He said that at live on the air at their fucking super end of the year show thing, and she canceled and was like, "I'm not playing tonight." And the whole fucking thing blew up around him. Yeah, but that's because she was hardcore back in the day, and they played some of her early stuff on the podcast. Then it's like, dude, 
she's a fucking badass. Yes. No, and, incredibly but this, good rapper. This is garbage. I enjoy That's the this. sound of the system. It, I don't, I, cause she's, look, she's pop. I think she's a pop artist. Sure. I think she's always wanted to be a pop artist. Yeah. More than a, more than a, more than a pure rap artist. And I think she even demonstrates some skills there, even if it's just about bullshit and asses. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's cool, but it's not moving. It's her, it's, it's her in a more relaxed flow. I think, <clears throat> I think even sometimes she's trying too hard to prove herself as a rapper and letting the song suffer for it. I think that ultimately the problem that hip hop has hit now is that, um, it's reached the point where it's had to metabolize so many other forms that it has lost entirely what it was about when it first started. Like the, this, this, the fact that the listen to early hip hop and it's like pieces of other old songs constructing into an instrument that becomes something that a guy with a, probably a pretty sick style is going to demolish over the top of like, Listen to OC's Time's Up. Like, find that on YouTube and listen to fucking OC's flow on Time's Up and tell me that hip-hop is not a fucking valid art form. So I think the problem is that it's really difficult to move the needle in hip-hop, which is why guys like Kendrick Lamar blow up. Like, I love Kendrick Lamar. I've only seen two of his things. They've both been fucking spectacular, but I don't know enough about him to know that he's the fucking shit other than everybody's talking about how Kendrick Lamar is the shit. And the people who are talking about him are people who I respect, like producers and fucking hip hop experts at this point are like Kendrick's the voice. He's really good. There's guys, there's guys who are bubbling up. We've got some really, some really cool, innovative stuff and interesting flows going on. I think, I think I'm like, I love your, I love your knowledge of hip hop and underground hip hop. It's, I truly respect it. So who, who do you think's bubbling? We're, we'll get to some. Oh of them yeah, later yeah, yeah. Sorry, list. are we going to hear some more of them? Of course we will. Oh, it's so good. But let's play another one of your tracks first. <laughs> let's not. Let's play thirty fucking seconds of one of my tracks. Let's play thirty seconds of Last Garrison, and I'm not sure who. Oh, this dude, Enter Shikari. All right, so Enter Shikari. I first oh, Enter Shikari. Yeah, I first knew of them like. God, it must be like eight, nine years ago. And they were like snotty little raver kids from England with glow sticks who would like worked out how you mixed electronica and screamo and made like screamatronica and the really cool thing about it is that it's most of it i believe you'll find is in major chords in comparison to most american hardcore and screamo which is in like a minor weird tuning Mm -hmm. they just took it and turned it into metal rave music and it's fucking awesome. They do have a cool sound. I've heard it's of fu- And live is one of the greatest shows I've ever seen at the fucking Roxy. Sold out. They fucking demolished. It was incredible. Yeah, play this shit. Let's listen to last That's year. 30 seconds of this. This shit? Yeah, right here. I know I love that. This is sick, dude. <laughs> Out of the last. It gets so good. You know, pick, yes, listen to that shit. Last Garrison, fucking Enter Shikari. Record's not out yet. It's coming out beginning what, of next year. That's definitely, I think, one of the better tracks you sent me. I really, I really like that. Live song. was yeah. fucking insane. That super loud with a drummer playing that shit. And the drummer that was filling in for them, their drummer hadn't, they were ready, they were leaving, and his visa was fucking turned down. So that guy had to learn the fucking songs in like a week. And this guy 
fucking demolished at the Roxy that night. Yeah. If they come to your town, I promise you, go and see Enter Shikari it's and get that the fucking ways record. It's like metal, metal and electronic music are intersecting now that electronic yeah. sounds are so dominant. Well, That's the cool. thing is that you got Skrillex. Like Skrillex brings yeah. fucking, you know, every time, what was it? Every time I die, whatever fucking screamo band he was in before. It was right. Like, it was even like some screamo yeah. band that I didn't give a fuck about. <laughs> That's why his music is the way it is. And it's, it definitely helped dubstep to work its way into metal. It was a very interesting cross-pollination. Yeah, it was smart. Yeah, very smart. So, next record I got That is... should be on the fucking radio, K-Rock. Skrillex? Well, no, 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 not Skrillex. Oh, and to fucking and, and to Shikari. Shikari. And Skrillex. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean... St. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent is an artist who had one of the most critically acclaimed records. For sure. Annie Clark, uh, amazing guitarist, yep. and genuinely pretty kick-ass live. I yes. got to see her only a little bit of Coachella, but I was... I was actually because I'm I'm often kind of cold on her. She's not always my favorite, but when I saw her live, I was I kind of became a believer. Yeah, I th my thing with St. Vincent is I love the fact that it is a a woman with a guitar, and I mm -hmm. like the fact that and it's a great guitarist too. Great guitarist. There's I will I'm certainly and nothing that I'm going to say is going to take away from um, what I think of her as a as a as an artist. It's that I think that it's. <clears throat> chicks need to rock again mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we need some fucking there's the, one of my favorite uh, we'll talk about my i'm gonna bring it up later my favorite lyric of the year is exactly about that so i think that what st vincent is doing is fucking dope but i want somebody to do it louder well, one of, the thing, one of the things I like about this record actually more than her past records is I think she's more of a straightforward rocker on this record. All right. And I, so let's take, actually, yeah, let's take a listen to Birth in Reverse from uh, the self-titled St. Vincent. So I think that's a pr I think that's cool. I feel like that's a kind of a rock or more straightforward rock update on what she's been doing. Obviously, not completely straightforward. Yeah, no, no absolutely for her. <clears throat> and you're right. I think for her as St. Vincent, it's a really cool progression. I just want a chick to go further. I, I want. I want. I, I don't. I want a girl. I don't want a girl. I want a female artist who has those elements but also knows how to fucking turn a goddamn guitar up and have a band play without electronica elements i think yeah that's I think, all over the place like if it's well, not fucking you, well i think you might actually hear an artist like that coming up later on in my list well i look if we ever, look if for, we ever get there well if we're only doing 30 seconds fuck yeah i'm in for the whole goddamn thing all right well let's yeah. keep going then i wish i'd known i would have brought more fucking selections <laughs> you know how many other records there are yeah sure let's <laughs> There's we're a lot of do, records. We're going to do 30 more of yours. This is great. I look, love you so much. Certain, I'm going to sit here look, and do them all. I Fuck yeah. Look, this this is, is the best way to spend a Friday night, I can imagine. Look, this is for the. This isn't for me. This is for the people. The people want to hear my list. I made it a tradition last year, and I know they're going to be like, what's Josh's 36 for the year? Do you know... I have like I have thirty six songs for every year going back to nineteen eighty. That's got amazing. Like, I've got like it's gonna be it's a project I'm working on. It's called that's the amazing. Ultimate, it's called the ultimate playlist. 
It's going to be finished. Your, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. What but a fucking phenomenal yeah. thing to do. Yeah. So your entire life. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. How far back are you going to go when were you born? Um, no, I'm going to go way, way before. Like, You're just going to keep going back? I actually, I've already done the pre-1960 list. So I did, I got the 40s, the 30s, some music from like the very early part of the 20th what? century. Classical music, um, like uh, indigenous tribal music. I'm trying to cover the entire spectrum of all music <laughs> of all time. It's the ultimate playlist. God damn it. And it's not done yet. But I mean, when it's done, the thing it's is, it, it's never going to be done because every year you're going to have to no. do another one. It's, no, I'm gonna ha- it's gonna, there's going to be a edition, new edition every year. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, good. Let's, I'm glad what? to be part of it. I'm glad to have nine of my choices in, you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to uh, Leather Jacket. This song is called Leather Jacket. Uh, who's this by? Um, I only wrote down the song title. I thought you would tell me. Oh, no, I'm really high. Okay. Uh, hold on, leather jacket. Um, hold on, I could look it up. I could look it up. It's a great song, though. Oh, um, you know, it's Arkells. Arkells. Yeah, 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 Canadian band. And that's not like a nickname for R. Kelly. That's no, it's Arkells. Okay. And like the cool thing about Canada, I don't know if people know this, but in Canada, the government will give you low interest loans and grants and free money to be in bands and to put out records. And all you have to do is prove that you're still doing it. <laughs> if you don't do that, they don't give you any more money. Right. You're a taxpayer. You get to take it out and you get to actually have a working life as a musician because they'll give you money to do shit. It's not forever. You got like a fucking loan and then you got to pay it back, but it's low interest. And sometimes there are grants. So bands like this get to make fucking records that don't get to make them that sound like this. The production on this in the compressed MP3 version is going to be fucking garbage. You this if you told me you were gonna be you were gonna be serious about the audio, I would have downloaded like uh, FLAC files or something. Yeah, I'd already I'd already compressed it to MP3. Like we were already in trouble. Right, no, that's true. Yeah. But this is atrocious. All right, let's take a listen to uh, the production on this record. Is insane. I mean, it's fucking Hall and Oates. You know what's going to suck is it's not going to get to the part that's awesome. Because this is cool. Do you think it'll get there in 10 seconds? Nope. Nope. Oh, I missed. Damn it. I I tried. There's the, and the ending of that song is amazing. He fucking he, the whole the whole choruses have been built around this lyric about you called me up from a payphone, and the final time you hear it as the band is vamping out, he says, "Who the fuck uses a payphone?" He right. sets this lyric up for the entire song, and then in the fucking ending, yells, "Who the fuck uses a payphone?" It's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing that's it's really good about that song is that there's a guitar riff that is insane that you didn't hear in that 30 seconds. So please listen to that. We should because right. uh, there a place they can find this written down this list. Um, I could I might publish it along with the. Uh, I'll publish that might it. be a great idea. Make it, it very might easy. Be. It might be. You should publish it with the little snippets. Uh, that might be too much work. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just, no. It's, you'll have to listen to the entire podcast to get to the snippets. I like it. I that's like why it. You, that's that's, that's the how hook. You, you're driving it. That's I see what you're saying. That's how you yeah. build what we call. TSL, which is time spent listening. Oh, yeah. It's very important in radio. Very high TSL. Yeah. Let's, okay, we're shifting back to my list. This is definitely one of my records, if not my record of the year. The record I listen to more times than any other record. So, you, wait, okay. So, this is, a good, this is a good point at this point. I believe that the record that you listen to the most in a year is your record of the year. There's, there can be no other criteria for record of the year other than 
it reacted with my brain in such a way that I could listen to it more than any other record. Look, this is either my, it's either my one or two. It's up there. Okay. But, but it's possible that it was. Do you want to me it. to decide for you? <laughs> you sure. Play me both of them and I'll tell you which sure. one. <laughs> okay. Well, we're getting, this is the one we're getting to first. Okay. All right. Um, this is the okay. first of your two. It's I by, shall take note. It's by a rap duo called Run the Jewels. Ah, yes. Uh, here. We'll listen to the track Blockbuster Night. A little quickly, dick on display for winter swimming. Look at these kitties, Mike. I'm a rat and up for living. I deal in dirty work, do the deed in a dash. Digital, I'll land a hammer that's stuck in a fist and gun position. We run a brand with instructions, the number one commitment. It's all a joke between Monk and Drachens and coffin fitted. So we disappear in the smoke like we're fucking magicians. No hocus pocus, you simple suckers deserve the notice. Top of the morning, my fist to your face is fucking folders. We might be giants standing he's very ice cube. top of the morning my fist to your face is fucking folders <clears throat> yeah i uh threat. i mean listening to that is why kanye is great because that production style in hip-hop does not exist until kanye like Kanye's I, experimentalism. I mean, there are other guys who are experimenting for sure. I'm, yeah. I'm not taking up from no, anyone that, else. Okay, that particular track, I could actually, I could for sure hear echoes of things like Black Skinhead. Yeah, I mean, like the production but, uh, with these analog synthesizers and shit. This is all new. This is all fucking. But LP, no, but LP did all the production on this record, and LP has been doing a very similar sound to this for a long time. It's just, absolutely, but the fucking sonic choice. I mean, you could probably then make an argument that, of course, Kanye is taking that thing. But I think that Kanye, but Kanye experiments more like when he right. builds an entire song around kodo drummers love no. come down you know love come that song fucking you're not you're not gonna get a, you're not gonna get a question from me here i i think kanye <laughs> is the fucking kanye so you can no. hear a lot of kanye in there no yes yeah, so for sure yeah cut no kanye is incredible yeah. i'm not saying they're better than kanye i'm just saying no 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 and I'm, I think that's I yeah. think that track is cool. The sounds yeah. are very interesting. The, uh, no, the production style is great, and I love their their <laughs> interplay. They're just great, forceful rappers. It's yeah. just a it's just a really really tight album. The track of Zach De La Roca is also great. Uh, oh, Zach played. Well, you should play that one. How's that? Is that good? It's surprise. It's really good. Of course it's, it is. Like, Zach is Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine is one of the most recognizable voices in hip hop. Yeah, except <laughs> it's it's still it's still so rare to be. Even though I know he's done other non-Rage projects, to hear him on just a straight hip hop. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's gnarly. Yeah, his it's entirely unique to him. Uh, little killer, little killer. Yeah. Do you not know who any of these are your songs, man? <laughs> merchandise. Oh yeah, merchandise. Of course. No, I know the band. That's why I would okay. have. That's why I would have ordered it in band order. You dickhead. Well, that's how you would have done it. That's and my, you can do that this, on your podcast. <laughs> this, this is my, my podcast. <laughs> Little Killer by Merchandise. Merchandise. I think one of the. I. I I think the merchandise is one of the greatest band names of late because then you buy merchandise. Merchandise. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? Like it's so fucking good. Like a T-shirt from them is merchandise. Merchandise. It's so fucking mad. I don't I just, even know what to do it myself. I, I just think of that Fugazi song. Well, of course. But yeah. I mean, you know, it's like that's what they've done is they've turned their band name into the thing that they, it's incredible. Yeah. Like it's so fucking meta. Anyway, it's this ironic. Is it's ironic. Great. Do they, sound, great. do they sound like Fugazi? No. Well, let's listen. No, they definitely don't. No. <laughs> it's like. We're not going to get to the really good bit. 
I fucked up again. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what this band sounds like. This chorus is sick. What is that? It's what the A is for? It, Little Killer I, is what the A is I have for? no idea what he's saying. <laughs> doesn't matter to me at all. It Sonically, doesn't. it's fucking just... That's so... I mean, total... Yeah, total throwback. Yeah, it's like fucking Roxy music. Yeah. It's like white soul, but it isn't. And then it gets, it's got that stupid disco riff. It's amazing. Uh, I, can, I can hear Roxy music. Now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's harkening yeah. to a lot of different fucking places. Little in excesses in there. There's even like some joy to be, you're a killer. It's like a fucking Interpol shot through... You know, like the style council. It's good shit. Uh, sounds better than Interpol does these days. I'll oh my god, yeah, unlistenable! What, what happened there? They used to be. They had that. But they had two really good records. They did. I mean, it's. I think. The, I think the problem is, is that one of the, one of the failures of labels to let artists actually do what they want to do, is that they'll run out of ideas eventually. You know, like you have to allow them to be creative because you're constantly changing your sound. So when you have an Interpol sound, those guys probably didn't want to make an Interpol record on their next record. Right. They just knew right. they had to. But it's, yeah, it's their brand. They had to and protect if, the brand. Yeah, if you want to keep your slot of Coachella. So you I mean, like, look at the Beatles. The Beatles changed record. Every, they changed sound every record. And their fan base went with them because they're growing older too and their fucking shit's changing and more sophisticated and your listening becomes different. Like... My listening habits now are completely like the stuff that I'm into. There'll be some core, and it'll probably be true of you as well. There's like core elements I have to have. Mm -hmm. But this is a, I have a much more mature palette in music now than I did. It's weird that it's weird that my tastes have gotten poppier as I've gotten older. I love I'm listening. I listen to more top forty now mm. than I think I ever have. Which is interesting because I'm actually listening to less and I'm getting weirder. <laughs> yeah. Because it's where we came from, so eventually you might change poles. Yeah, but for now, it's like I want it. Like I want to know what the world listens to for some reason. That's important. To <laughs> and me. then you can play all thirty-six of them. This seems like a good place to pause, guys. Come back tomorrow, New Year's Day, to hear the rest of my conversation with Christian Hand on the best in music in 2014 here on Josh Figures It Out. Catch you guys on the flip side. Ciao.